0: This podcast is brought to you by Audible. Visit audibletrial.com/csr to download your free audiobook. Again, that's audibletrial.com/csr for a free audiobook. And by The Country Squire. Visit thecountrysquireonline.com to discover custom pipes, handcrafted blends, and unparalleled customer service. Thecountrysquireonline.com We thank them for their support of this show, and we thank you for supporting them.
1: You're listening to Country
2: Squire Radio.
0: Welcome to Country Squire Radio. I'm
1: Bo. And I'm John David. JD. Hey, Bo. Good evening, man. Man, good evening to you, sir. How are you doing tonight? You know, I'm doing good. I'm excited about tonight. We've got a uh, another Squire Select going on, which, yeah. is, which is a lot of fun. Going to change it up a little bit tonight, but we'll uh, we'll talk about that later.
0: Yeah, yeah. This is going to be a, a great episode, man. We're yeah. coming back from Thanksgiving. Uh, at this point, our bellies are full, and we have uh, hopefully all had an opportunity <laughs> to rest and sleep off the the tryptophan. Although, you don't believe in tryptophan,
1: Look, Pete... If it's there, it's not the reason you go into a food coma. The reason you go into a food coma is because you ate a whole honey baked ham. I'm sorry, but like, oh, it must be that must be that chemical that's in the turkey. No, you ate an entire half of a like you know, twenty-five pound turkey.
0: It's all it's all, butterball.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's all a conspiracy that big tryptophan I, wants you,
0: or big turkey big, wants you big to big turkey
1: and big and big tryptophan. <laughs> I'm just saying, like that. This I will say. My my cousin was very very gracious and and had us over to her house this this uh, this past Thanksgiving, and I, it was the first time in years that I literally ate so much that I I, I got physically ill. Yeah? Like, I couldn't move. Oh, that's a good and thing. And I started, like, move. breaking out in sweats and stuff. I was like, man, I, I just got to get to the point where I can stand up and get in my car and go home. Like, oh, man. <laughs> oh, but you, you stayed in town, It though, was right? rough. Yeah, I stayed here in town. I've got a good bit of family here in Jackson. And so, uh, yeah, I was able to just kind of get around and, um, and, and hang out here and... Watch some football and eat some good food and take a lot of naps and read. It was uh it was great. Well good man I smoked a lot of tobacco too. It was fantastic. <laughs> well, that's part of it. You gotta
0: feast in a, in a lot of different ways. We actually yeah. it was great. We posted out on Facebook. I actually uh, uh showed my my pipe that I was using for uh, Thanksgiving, which was that that large church warden Nording pipe. Yeah, dude, that was awesome. So gorgeous. And you know, I gotta mention this too, because I don't know if I mentioned this on the show before, yeah. but I brought it by the shop uh a couple days before Thanksgiving. Right and uh, and you so graciously uh, put your your mad skills to work and and turned this uh, this pipe that had been very very well used right by one of the most frequent pipe smokers I think
1: either of us have ever met e- either of us know and, yeah. and, and and frankly it it was kind of foul oh it was disgusting yeah it was, it was absolutely was foul I, I'm I'm pretty sure I went through a pack and a half of pipe cleaners on that pipe oh I'd imagine so yeah. And I got to tell you, I don't, you know, and, and I, I think I even got nicotine poisoning, like just from handling, <laughs> <laughs> I got to tell you, it's clear that,
0: uh, the, the previous owner of this estate pipe was definitely in the Latakia.
1: I, oh, absolutely. Cause as
0: much as you cleaned it out, that good, the ghost of the Latakia, it I think it's still probably remain. there a little bit.
1: There, there's no <laughs> amount of like, you know, pipe sweetener that can overcome some of that. But, well, yeah, I think um, it's
0: actually kind of nice. I was actually, uh, so after yeah. Thanksgiving dinner, I was smoking some frog Morton on the bayou. Uh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. Frog Cellar. Yeah. And, uh, and actually sitting around a camp uh, a fire pit and everything smoking out of that pipe. Uh, just a great smoke. But I got to tell you that the Latakia cake that was there. Right. It kind of added to the experience. So if you've <laughs> ever wondered what, uh, you know, uh, sprinkling a little Latakia into your cellar would be like, uh, I now know. Hey, it's, it's, not, it's not bad, not bad hey, at
1: all. Uh, thank you, by the way, for mentioning that. Uh, you know, I was able to clean up that pipe. That Absolutely. is that is something that we've uh, started to offer here more at the Squire. Uh, you know, regularly, if you have a pipe stem that's oxidized, uh, that's got that kind of yellowy or white look to it, just because it's you know old. If or, it
0: used to be black and now it's like
1: brown, and now it's like cheese colored, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> depending on what kind of cheese. Um, yeah, bring it by the shop, send it to me. You're welcome to mail it to me. Give me a call, uh, send it to me. We we actually are able in the shop here now we're set up where we can uh, polish buff those stems out so they just sparkle uh and we we're real competitive on our prices with that too so please uh please think about us if you've got a pipe that uh looks like you know it was left up underneath the refrigerator yeah. for like five years yeah <laughs> and uh yeah we can get that sparkling for you <laughs> did
0: you did, you didn't happen to take a before and after shot or anything did you i i didn't
1: uh, i did i do have some though of yeah. pipes that we've done that before too Uh, you know, as well. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty remarkable what a little, what a little polish and, uh, TLC will do. Hey, one more thing about Thanksgiving.
0: Yeah. Uh, On Thanksgiving day, uh, frequent listener, loyal listener, uh, Farmer Kofor over on Twitter, gave us a shout out on his YouTube channel. Uh, so great. He was enjoying, uh, some coffee. I think it was coffee. might've been tea out of his, uh, Country Square radio mug Yeah, Yeah. and, uh, gave us a, a great shout out for us. And then also the YouTube channel. And, uh, you know, we've mentioned it before, but we are on YouTube now. I mean, we've been on YouTube before, but, but now Country Squire Radio. a little Radio, different now. Well, we've got our own unique channel. Right. And, and so it's we're really excited about it. You guys have been great. Uh, in fact, we have already said it on, on the past couple episodes, but we are actually giving away two ounces. Two ounces. Of tobacco from the Country
1: Squire. Two
0: whole ounces. Yeah, it's kind of a contest or, well, like giveaway. I don't know exactly what it's, it's a becomes. drawing. A drawing. Yeah, That's good.
1: but you have to enter the drawing. You do have how to do enter you, the How drawing. do you enter the drawing? You
0: enter the drawing by heading over to our... Our new YouTube channel, which uh, if you go to CountrySquireRadio.com, you'll find the YouTube link right there. Yeah. Click on it, subscribe, then head over to Twitter. Let us know that you've subscribed there. Uh, you know, And uh, yeah, that's that's all you got to do. And so we will be drawing a name at the end of December uh, and giving away two ounces of tobacco. Delicious. Delicious of tobacco. Country
1: Squire hand-blended tobacco. And, and a, you can choose, right? The wonderful thing is you get to choose, yeah. and you don't have to get two ounces of the same thing. You can get uh, an ounce of two different things. Which is great. I didn't know they could do that. Yeah, that it's actually it's almost so you like you could a,
0: technically get two different things. Like
1: like I've actually created like a tear in space time uh-huh. to allow you to do that. <laughs> so it's normally not available, but but yeah. Oh man, yeah, that's the only way that's possible. Is a tear in space. <laughs> Brilliant. Do you know it is a hundred year anniversary now of uh, general relativity. Is that right? It, it the, the 2015 is 100 years since Einstein uh came out with his theory of general general relativity. Oh, man. Now, to explain general relativity, we're going to have to dip up those two
0: ounces. Let, let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. Yeah. Uh, so this year or next year?
1: This year. This year? Yeah. We've only got a couple. We need to
0: knock out that Einstein episode. Have we not done that? Well, I mean, we've talked briefly. We've talked about it But we haven't done like an in-depth... You know, Einstein was one of those when we talked about Heroes of the Ball. Right. He's one of those that we kind of put off to the side because he needs yeah. his own special episode. Yeah, we might need to do it. I think, that, yeah. I think that's the okay, case. Okay, we'll talk about that. Another thing that need, we need to do too is, um, well, well, another thing we need to do as well, you know, I mentioned last week that I want for Christmas a Bing's favorite. Yeah, that's right. And I'm actually, I'm, I'm thinking, I actually just wrote my letter to Santa Claus. Okay. And instead okay. of a Bing's favorite, what I really want slash need is a nice method for carrying my pipes. Oh, you know, nice. At this point, we've yeah. done two different yeah. episodes on, uh, tr- I think it was called tracking and packing. And uh, based on kind of how you how you pack your pipes up and all the accessories and everything else. Did you pick that name? I think so. That was a good name. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Uh, and and so you know I know that you know I've seen you representing some pretty like you know some pretty baller stuff when Spiffy. it comes to carrying around your uh, your pipes. My to America. Gear. Yeah. And so at some point I'm going to need you to show me what you got because um yeah I need I need the I need Mrs. Claus to know. Okay, good. <laughs>
1: yeah. Kind of kind of upgrade the old uh, pipe uh,
0: accoutrement. Well, you know I like I. I At this point, I am literally carrying everything around in a a bowler cap. I'm I'm not even lying. Like the last past two times I traveled, both times actually to Oxford, Mississippi, I was carrying my pipes specifically in a bowler cap. Right. And that right. was just how I was trans- transferring them.
1: You know, it, at least it's not like a white paper bag or something. No. I don't know. No. It, it could be worse.
0: Wait, well, hey, we're not white paper bagging it tonight, but we are brown bagging it tonight. We are brown bagging it is tonight. is a Squire Select episode. Now, for those of you who've never listened to a Squire Select episode before, this is where we take pipe tobacco and pair it up with typically beverages. Now- I'm not saying it always has to be beverages. In the past, it's been predominantly whiskeys, but we've also done teas. Uh, I think we've done we've done a beer. We've done beer. We've That's done beer. Right. Yeah. Uh, and tonight we're uh, we're classing up the joint a little bit because we're doing some wine.
1: Yeah, it's really interesting. I, I after smoking a couple blends that I was interested in featuring tonight. Uh, yeah, we were just like let's mix it up once. And you know the thing about wine is you can't open it and then close it and put it back on the shelf for a week and then come back to it. So, you know, when, when you buy wines, you're kind of committed. You got to drink it in a day or two, you know, and uh, of course that's never been a problem for people like me. Oh, and mother. But uh, <laughs>
0: everyone knows all you have to do is drink the bottle of wine within the first five hours that it was open and you can't get
1: drunk from it. I know. <laughs> that's basically science. Isn't it? It's basically. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Bo, I'm sorry though. I, I didn't, you know, you don't get a cup tonight. I just brought you a straw for, uh, for your bottle of right, wine. Right. Right. <laughs> um, no. Yeah. So we, uh, we, we thought we'd mix it up a little Bit and go with uh, with some nice red wine and uh, and pair it up. And of course, you know when you think of red wine, uh, you know typically uh, it goes nice with a, with a little cooler weather. And and this year, uh, you know, when the weather does, the temperature drops a little bit. I typically do tend to pull more towards English blends, Uh, and so our first our first uh, wine here that we'll pair with the tobacco momentarily. uh, This is an interesting wine. It's called. uh, I'm gonna probably butcher all this just like we do every other name in in the show, but uh, it's a 2013 uh, Malbec. It's called Ko or Keo. Keo. Uh, K e o. Uh, K.O. Roble and it's a Malbec uh, Argentinian wine. Retails here in Mississippi uh, where our excise taxes are kind of low. Retails for uh, about $15 a bottle. So extremely reasonable. Uh, very good. It's It's a sweet red. And so it's one of those that, you know, Malbec's kind of have this thing going on where... Um, you know, you might get notes of you know spice and pepper, but the but the sweetness is really going to shine through. At least that's my experience. And mm. um, I want to read real quickly, kind of a description of a Malbec. I yeah. thought this was nice, and I I by no means am a am a wine expert. And I I think he would, I think he would, you know, say the same. I I know probably more, you would know more than me. I probably know more about scotches than I do wine. And even that is pretty limited. But, um, but yeah, I I thought I'd read this description of Malbec's, which is uh, fascinating. Uh, A Malbec is a black skinned grape variety native to Southwestern France. Um, but now it's better known for the iconic wine grape of Argentina. And that's where this, uh, this KO Malbec comes from. Um, though its success in the vineyards of Mendoza, um, in a few short decades, Malbec has shot from a relative obscure wine to international fame, uh, simultaneously bringing newfound attention and respect to Argentina and wine producing. Uh, and then it goes on, Malbec typically ripens midway through the growing season and produces small, intensely colored grapes uh, it is so sensitive to the growing environment, the level of ripeness has a considerable effect on the structure of the eventual wine. Uh, and so, you know, it goes on broadly speaking, uh, they tend to be more meaty, rustic, tannic. Uh, and, and, you know, w- with this particular one, you've got kind of a ripeness that features a lot of uh, berry, almost like, uh, jelly or or like a marmalade kind of flavor huh. it's really really interesting um and so you've got a boldness there but it's also a really sweet um kind of smooth silky finish on that and uh and so anyway why don't we try it yeah,
0: I was about yeah. To say.
1: i've already poured these out uh in our classy solo cups here red solo cup oh yeah yeah. yeah. Uh, these are kind of like just to let the wine breathe a little bit before we uh before you drink up. So and man, I, I kinda went heavy on the portions tonight,
0: didn't I? Yeah, I noticed that. But um here we go. Maybe
1: our live studio audience will uh drive us home. <laughs> oh, so, I like that. So bold. Yeah. Just a hint of dryness on the back end, but but it's sweet, right? So so you have a you have a sweetness there where you're getting more of a rich berry flavor, I think. What do you get?
0: Yeah, definitely on the back end.
1: Your teeth are purple.
0: Are they really? <laughs> <laughs> This is a wine that like I don't feel like I have to eat something with it. Like this is this yeah. seems to be a good like party wine. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like if you're gonna yeah. go to a Christmas party, as we have kinda yeah. coming up, right? And you're gonna be drinking wine, you know, you have a little bit of bite to eat. But, but this isn't necessarily something I feel needs to be paired with like a suckling pig or something of that nature. Particular type of food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it's 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 like you say it's bold. It, it, it kind of speaks for itself from that standpoint and. uh... And satisfies you about
1: well the good thing about this wine because it is you know it has boldness and sweetness to it, it it's very versatile it's it's a good wine to go uh, when I actually selected this at the liquor store uh, next door here in the quarter um, the guy was like look this would go great with something you know super spicy or peppery because it's kind of a balance to to that you know what I mean it's kind of that nice balance to the um, to the pepper and spice. Um, what's interesting, I, I thought what we'd do tonight is pair this with a really nice English blend. Uh, this is, um, of course, one of our house blends here at the Squire uh, called Angry Cornishman. Oh, yes. And uh, Angry Cornishman is great. Uh, we have had Cornishman <laughs> pipe tobacco uh, for 40 years. I mean, Cornishman goes way back. Mr. Reeves that founded our shop in 1970, um, Cornishman was his favorite tobacco. Uh, here, but what we did, uh, we we noticed so many people over the years adding more Latakia to their Cornishman because they just wanted that extra kick, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what we've done, uh, you know, is, is just made that a blend, and we've called it Angry Cornishman. It's kind of funny. Angry kind of overstates it. I, I I feel like it should maybe be more like um, like like robust Cornishman, <laughs> or, or maybe like f- maybe fighting Cornishman.
0: Okay, Fighting
1: Cornishman. Fighting Cornishman? Yeah. It, it, it's it's not I mean it, it's it's definitely got more Latakia in it than the original Cornishman, but it's a, um, it's just a really smooth English blend. The natural sweetness comes out, but you definitely have plenty of Latakia in there to give it a nice uh, a nice smoky smoky overtone. You have
0: still got the original Cornishman too, right? We do. Yeah, we sure do. I've never actually like smoked them back to back. Yeah, you should sometime.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Let me let you smell this.
0: So definitely going for the balance here. Yeah, it's the balance.
1: Yeah. I mean, it, this is something that you know you you're going to have boldness to it, but as you smoke it as well, there's enough natural sweetness with some of the Virginias in here mm-hmm. that that gives it a a sweet factor. And I, I would kind of I'd kind of point you maybe towards a Frogmorton to kind of uh you know kind of maybe an analogy of this pipe tobacco. It's one of those that uh, you definitely taste the latakia, but um and it and it's certainly there. There's plenty of it there. Uh, but the you know the sweetness is there as well, and that's why I thought the KO would um, the Malbec would go so well with it tonight. KO, KO. It just, it just
0: makes me think of uh oh gosh what was that game Street Fighter? KO. You
1: know
0: Oh, like knockout knockout, <laughs> which I guess boxing would also be a thing
1: with KO. That could be a thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. What's next, baby? So now we have uh, a very interesting twist, uh, and and our next wine is uh. Something something fascinating, Uh, this is uh, a wine I got next door, it's called, uh, I'm probably going to butcher this again, uh, Attica Old Vines 2013. Now, um, this is not the sci-fi movie where they genetically engineer people. Uh, you know, actually, that's what I thought I was getting okay. when I bought this. But okay. uh, Because yeah. that would be Gattaca. I, I, oh, that was Gattaca. That's right, right, right. That's right. right. Yeah, I, I, I mispronounced <laughs> it. They gave me the wine instead. Ah, well, yeah. there you go. Because so, that would have gone great with the tobacco <laughs> I'm about to describe.
0: But, <laughs> tobacco and movie pairing. Oh, I, my gosh. That could be
1: a thing. That should be a thing. It could be a thing. All right. I, I'm really interested to hear our feedback. Uh, you know, a lot of our uh, watchers and listeners, you know, have, have tried some of our— uh, you know, some of our tobacco, but uh, most are familiar with a lot of the tin tobaccos sure, that we feature. Absolutely. So I'll get to the tin tobacco that I'm pairing with this tonight moment in a moment. But, um, you know, so the I would encourage you to try something like the Angry Cornishman, maybe with a sweeter wine uh, or something that's a little more um, a little more fruity, even though it's a, still a nice dry red. Uh, this one, uh, this Attica, it's a, it's an Old Vines 2013. Uh, let me read the back of this to you. It's wow. a, it's fascinating. I can't really, you know, summarize this any better. The wine growers from Cattle Yud, uh, this is a Spanish wine, by the way, uh, and I'm probably destroying all this stuff. Wine growers See. from uh, Cattle Yud, uh, have been planting the best vineyards in a composition of slate, dry, And high altitude soils in this area for centuries, the meticulously hand harvested grapes of Garancha, or I'm sorry, Garnacha, uh, thrive perfectly in this region. Their wines show cherry red color with purple hues, deep, long taste finish with persistent hints of mulberries. What the heck is a mulberry?
0: Uh, yeah, I think that's where um, uh, Opie and uh, and <laughs> Sheriff. What was the guy's name?
1: I I actually thought it was uh, Floyd the barber. Floyd the barber. I, I actually thought that was what uh, what uh, the Smurfs ate. <laughs> Is that what? <laughs> actually, you know the mul- mulberry bush. That's not, that
0: sounds. Wait. All around the mulberry, I don't know.
1: Well, anyway, it's got it's, hints. It makes, of, it makes wine. <laughs> hints, it's got hints of mulberry. No, this is a this is a really interesting wine. So, um, as you as you drink this, uh, you'll you'll notice a lot of different things kind of going on. Uh, the the first you know top that you get at the very beginning is quite um, powerful, but then the the finish is really kind of what gets me. Why don't you give it a try, Bo? This is the one that you said you were not sure how I would feel about it. I don't I don't think you're going to want to take this home with you. Wow, that is unique.
0: That is, wow. That's different. How about that finish? Uh Uh-huh. I feel like something just like dissolved in my mouth a little bit. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, you ever,
1: you ever like eat one of those vitamins that like, yeah, yeah, like kind of leaves your the, mouth the with like type. a super chalky, yeah. kind of thing, dude. Absolutely, that yeah. is exactly what is going on with. Yeah, this I, wine. I think I think that's something interesting there. I was going to say it kind of almost turns to ash in my mouth, but that that's a no, far yeah, it's way a chalky it. kind of yeah. sense, and so you you know you, you drink this wine at first when you drink it. I think the the very tip of it is uh, is very full bodied, and yep. you get notes of pepper and uh, you know. It, it, Frankly, just lots of pepper for me. My wine senses aren't as aren't as developed as as a, as, as I am with tobacco. But um, you know, lots of spice, and then uh, you know, there's a little mellow sweetness that kind of goes as you as you're uh, you know swishing the wine around. You, you swallow the wine, and it kind of follows the sweetness down the back of your tongue. But then at the end, as the as the wine is kind of clearing, it's just like someone took some talcum powder, uh-huh. yeah, <laughs> and just threw it in your mouth along with maybe. I don't know, some curry. <laughs> <laughs> and it's really interesting. This is going
0: to be a challenge for you to pair this with a
1: direct. Yeah, so I'm very proud of this. Okay. I, I worked very hard at this one. Uh, this one I'm pairing with uh cornell and deal's cajun cake uh this is a Ah. fantastic tobacco and it's one of those that pretty much any connoisseur of tobacco has tried at some point in time but uh cajun cake uh it's fascinating tobacco the the tin uh from our friends at cornell and deal uh it says naturally sweet red virginias a touch of everyone's favorite cajun spice louisiana perique pressed into a crumble cake okay now so so you know, our friends at Cornell and Deal a lot of times they are kind of vague right. on their uh, descriptions. Uh-huh. So you know, you open this up. <laughs> I, I love you read a lot of these tens, and it's like Virginia's and Perique mixed with some Burley, and it's like that—that's what the last five tens <laughs> I read said. It's like <laughs> you know, Virginia's and you know right. Burley mixed with a dash of you know Latakia. Well, why didn't it taste like the other one? Anyway, um, yeah. So this is a, um, a really fascinating tobacco. You, You're saying that tobacco blends are essentially like Mexican food, <laughs> I, right? Yeah, you go to all the different places. Like this is a you know tortilla with some chicken cut up. Wrapped in foil. So, I
0: mean, it's all the same thing, but it all tastes very different. But they all right. I mean, it yeah. tastes
1: different sometimes. <laughs> uh, yeah. So anyway, uh, this cajun cake is is tasty. Uh, you open the tin up uh, with cajun cake, of course. If you've never opened it, it's a it's a crumble cake, uh, and so it's a it's a crumble cake that y- you look at and you're like, "Is that been sitting around for like ten years?" Because it's kind of a dusty looking thing, and hmm. uh, and and with you know a- another kind of hallmark of uh, our friends at Cornell and deal they they tend to the the tin moisture tends to be a little on the lower side, I think. And so when you open the tin, it's kind of a dry, a little spongy but kind of dry crumble cake. and uh, you know the the leaves that are pushed in there are uh, you know very apparent, but uh, it's it kind of dusty looking. but um, this is a fascinating tobacco. The strength on this, is very similar to this wine to me, okay? Uh Because as you drink the Attica uh, Old Vines 2013, you are, you're overwhelmed at first by, you know, flavor, but it's that back end that's just like pepper and in your face, you know, power. It's just kind of interesting. So in this one, you're doubling down. I, you're kind of doubling down on this one. I don't feel like this one is necessarily a balance. This is like, you know what? You're going all in with this tobacco. So, so let's go all in with the wine. too. I, I, I don't believe you. Smell I wanna, it.
0: I want to challenge you. Smell it. I mean, that, that does smell fine. But I'm just, I can't believe this <laughs> with the other as a pairing. Like I, th- I thought you were going to go yeah. in a completely different way. I thought you were going to go with something extremely floral to kind of even it out. But you're doubling down here.
1: I want you to smell this. I want to smell it. As I'm I'm lighting this up now, this uh, Cajun cake in front of Bo, I don't I'm, think Bo I'm gonna do something,
0: ever— I'm going to do something I've never done on the show. you going to smoke your pipe? I'm going to smoke my pipe. Oh, man.
1: A little bit. At <laughs> the same time, my priority is quality first. Hey, and let's be honest. You were smoking a uh, beautiful little corncob pipe tonight from yeah. uh, our friends at Missouri Meersham. This
0: was actually a gift from Missouri Meersham. Yeah. Um, Did you get that the New Orleans Pipe Show? Yeah, limited series pipe.
1: Yeah. Not, I'm using my thumb as a tamp. You know what's interesting is you're packing that. Uh, I love my Missouri Mearsham pipes. Like, what do you need? Matches. Yep, I've got a uh, one of these Cobbett pipes, and it's a, it's the Shire. <laughs> it's the Shire edition, and uh, you know it's one of those that like you're like really you know is how how good does this pipe really smoke? Man, that pipe smokes like a dream. There's something about the draw on that pipe that is so smooth. Um, and, and it's open just enough for you to really get a nice sense of, uh, you know, sense of the flavor in your mouth. I don't know. There's something about the draw on that cobbet pipe. That's, that's very satisfying.
0: All right. All right. So let's see. What do you think? Excellent tobacco. Cajun cake.
1: Pairing with Gattaca. I'm sorry. Attica. Attica. Do you need someone to drive you home? I, it's just kind of overwhelming. It's a lot of wine. <laughs> <laughs> well, give me a sense of like, you know, some of the room note that you're smelling. Can no, you, can, can, you kind of smell like what, what? This is spicy. It's a it's, spicy it's, tobacco. It's a
0: spicy tobacco. And it's, it's kind of got a, is you're probably going to chastise me for this, nah. but is dark a good way to kind of describe a flavor? Yeah. I don't know if that's, that's right or not, but I mean, like I, I get kind of this, um, yeah, I, I I mean i I think i've described tobaccos
1: that way before because
0: burnt is not quite what i want to say because that's not right but just there's some like a blackened
1: like like a fired
0: blackened fired is good something of that nature
1: blackened is actually good and you think of uh, like a blackened seasoning seasoning yeah cajun
0: actually a lot of cajun chicken is actually Mm -hmm. blackened as well Mm -hmm. i I, I can see that
1: that's a really good pairing i actually think that's an interesting uh way to look at it that blackened sense this is a tobacco that uh it's got a spicy peppery kind of a kind of a blackened uh, flavor to it. that I, I like that. I think that's good. I think the problem was I packed it with my thumb.
0: I don't know. I'll enjoy it. I'll enjoy it. Nah, you're doing fine. All right.
1: Excellent pairings, man. I thought they came out pretty good. Yeah. 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 This Attica's good. Uh, it retails for about $17 a bottle. And it's one of those that, you know, you're going to have a glass or two, and that's probably going to be enough because it's pretty strong. Uh, again, on that finish. <laughs> you poured us an uh, entire little red cup here. Yeah. On. If you have a glass that I pour, it might, you know, you, you just go get you a Route 44 the the at, at, at Sonic. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I, I like this with the uh, with the. Case. Cajun cake. Cajun cake is interesting. You you read reviews on it. And people are like, oh, I taste, you know the sweetness of it and the uh you know it's it's so smooth and 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 you know then you've got people like me that when they tried it, it's like man that's you know it's just so much power in the the in and it is so so incredibly strong and you've got kind of got this fired or like you said a blackened flavor to it which which I think is really a, a signature piece of it. So um, yeah. Anyway, I thought I thought doubling down like that would be would be nice. It paid uh, off. Kind I, of a, I
0: apologize for challenging.
1: It, it's okay. <laughs>
0: it's I, really ne-
1: I need to be challenged.
0: <laughs> Way, man. Something you could do to challenge yourself. Yeah. What's that? You read more. Yeah. But who's got the time to read? I, I don't. Neither do I. You know what I prefer? Listening. Listening to audiobooks. Yeah. Just and like people like to listen to us. That's right. And hey, if you like listening to this podcast, you'd probably want to help support it as well as listen to other fine, fine audio content, from the good folks at Audible. If you head over to audibletrial.com slash CSR, you can get yourself a free audiobook for signing up with them, uh, specifically through that link, audibletrial.com slash CSR. And hey, in the show notes for this episode, you'll even find a link that says Audible. You can click that, do it right there instantly. And I have it on good authority that in the Satchel podcast player, you'll be able to easily jump to the show notes from the player itself by the end of this week. I've got it on good authority. (laughs) Isn't that something? So check it out. AudibleTrial.com slash CSR.
2: Pipe Question of the Week.
0: All right, man. Pipe question of the week. We Ow. have got a new, well, same sponsor, new... New featured product. Exactly. How about that? So, you, yeah. you know, the
1: last couple of weeks we've been talking about Lane 1Q. Today we're talking about BCA. Yeah, Lane's BCA. What a classic, man. It's one of those that, um, it's an incredibly smooth tobacco Uh, This is a Cavendish that, you know, obviously has a little vanilla topping on it, but it's so versatile. It's one of those that you can smoke just pounds and pounds of just by itself. Uh, But then also it works great as a blending tobacco, too, Mm -hmm. because it's so... Uh, creamy adds a lot of texture. Uh, it's mellow, uh, just a really, really nice Cavendish blend. Yeah. And, um And yeah, our, our friends at Lane uh, have have had BCA for a while. Do we know what BCA stands for? I'm gonna double check on that, and we'll we'll definitely mention it next episode because yeah. uh,
0: that's that's a one. Of course, Lane, a lot of their tobaccos, fine fine quality tobaccos, all have kind of unique names in terms of the letters and the numbers. Yeah. And uh, some of those names are known, but most of them have been lost to time. That's so right. That's right. We'll uh, do a little research there and uh, check out Pipe Question of the Week next week. For for more information yep lines bca pipe question of the week was written in today from parker brunson he writes in good morning Bo and john david i had a pipe question of the week for you i was wondering how you recommend doing a periodic pipe cleaning other than just with pipe cleaners would you recommend using products such as pipe sweetener or a briar pipe wipe or just something simple as dipping a pipe cleaner into bourbon or grain alcohol
1: to do the job. Yeah, I think that's a good question, and I think I, I think the answer is dependent upon how bad the 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 case is. I think the answer is dependent on how bad the actual pipe issue is. You know, is it something that you've built up a lot of cake and it's uneven, and you know, there's a, a sense in which you, you, your bowl is just kind of nasty and ashy, uh, or is it just a just a taste issue? You know, is it something where Um, you know, you just kind of need to get some sourness out of your pipe, maybe Mm. because you forgot Mm. to swab it out after a smoke. Um, you you know, for me, and again, you said to kind of go in depth uh, around this, but, or beyond this, but for me, if you clean your pipe regularly with a cleaner and, and I'm super religious about this, um, you know, after every smoke, even sometimes during every smoke, uh, you know, you, you're just not going to have to do much maintenance other than that. Um, but if, if you do have a pipe that needs some, you know, kind of, um, you know, a nice tune up as it were, um, you know, take you, um, you know, some pipe sweetener or pipe cleaner, you can dip your cleaner in it and, uh, and just run it through there. And, and, you know, it, again, it depends on the severity of it. Like, do you need to just kind of swab it through, Uh, Is it something where it might be helpful for you actually pour the sweetener into the bowl of the pipe, kind of swish it around, and then sometimes let it dump out the end of the shank? Mm. Uh, I I do that occasionally, uh, you know, as in with more. Uh, larger, you know, problem uh, pipes that just have more buildup. clarify, you just
0: said the end of the shank, not the end of the stem. Uh, So you're talking about deconstructing the pipe before doing it.
1: Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, I I typically will do that. And you could let it run out the stem as well. But I I think if you take the stem apart, um, you you know, you're able to get it drier. You you know, you don't want moisture to sit in your pipe. So using uh, a pipe sweetener or cleaner, or even if you go the bourbon or grain alcohol route, Mm. um, that's not something you, the goal is not to leave the moisture there. The goal is to use the moisture to get a good scrub going, right? You want to remove a lot of that material, uh, maybe leave some of the sweetness, but, you know, really, uh, just kind of sanitize that pipe and, and get, get a lot of that material out. Pipe sweetener and, and bourbon work great just because, you know, they leave a little nice, you know, taste afterwards as opposed to a rubbing alcohol or something like that. So, um, you know, I highly recommend, you know, using something of, along those lines. And, and like I said, you could, you know, pour it inside the bowl uh, and swish it around some and then let it run out the end of the shank. Um, you know, the the main thing is you don't want to let any product like that get on the finish of the pipe uh, because it will, you know, will hurt the, the finish right. of the pipe. So uh, be careful doing that. Some people use an eyedropper or something like that. Um, what I do, and a lot of people, this is so simple to me, but a lot of people just don't really uh, have a concept of this, but you, you, you know, it is very helpful to take a pipe cleaner and turn it into a U, uh, and then stick it into your bowl and just kind of swab it around for, for a couple times and do that maybe until it comes out clean. Um, you know, that, that's always a good call, uh, to do that Uh, on a severely caked pipe that just needs some, uh, you know, some of that cake to go away. The reaming is a really, you know, good thing. And obviously, reaming uh, is best done with uh, like one of these senior pipe tools that uh, is adjustable. You can kind of stick it in the bowl, adjust it to the size that you want it to go, and then uh, scrape it out some. Uh, you know, you do need to be careful if your pipe doesn't have a lot of cake. Uh, if your pipe's got a lot of cake, you can actually ream it pretty hard. I mean, you know, the briar can take it uh, if it's a good pipe and it can. Uh, you know, kind of get away some of that, some of that cake that's been built up over the years. So uh, get your cake out um, and then, you know, take some of your sweetener or maybe grain alcohol or your favorite whiskey uh, and, and, and swab it through there either with the cleaner or maybe pour a little bit in and, and swish it around and, and then give it a good scrub. Um, and, and really that's all there is to it. You know, I think as far as regular maintenance uh, outside of anything extraordinary, that's really all that you need to do. Parker, excellent question. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the cleaning the pipe is one that
0: comes up quite a bit. So, uh, thanks for sending that in. And, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, one of the things I think you, you were kind of hinted
1: at too, is it just depends on what the condition of the pipe is. You gotta have the right tool for the job. You do have to right have the right tool and, you know, be mindful of kind of where you're at. If it's something where your pipe is just, just disgusting and there's a taste in there that even, you know, some type of, uh, scrub won't get out, you know, you're probably going to need to do a salt treatment or something where you're, you know, soaking, you know, that thing overnight with some, uh, either grain alcohol or, Um, you know, pipe sweetener or something like that, and then removing it the next day where that stuff can kind of have an opportunity to come out of the the side of the bowl. But um, yeah, anyway, a lot of different options there. I think the main key is you'll have to do less on a tune-up kind of treatment if you just clean your pipe regularly after you use it. That's good. Yeah, that's good. Excellent question. Once again, if
0: you've got a pipe question of the week, you can send it in csr at potisteri.com. Quick Fire with the squire. squire. Quick Fire questions! All right, we've got some quick fire questions in by loyal Country Squire radio listener Morton Sandevi. Uh, he writes in, while you guys were at the NOLA Pipe Show having smoking fun, I was in bed with the flu. Ugh. So, well, I don't know if it was uh, the fever or the snot, but um, here we go. He <laughs> sent in, my friend, he sent in an entire
1: <laughs> page. Of quick fire questions. Okay, so over the next couple of months, the, uh, uh sporadically, our quick fire questions will be brought to you by Morton yeah. Standup. <laughs> Pretty much, man. He'll <laughs> he'll definitely get us through the end of the year, that's for sure. All right, you ready for this? Mm-hmm? This is all over the map.
0: Bring it. Glasses or contacts?
1: Uh, contacts. I'm wearing glasses right now, but contact lenses give me uh, more peripheral vision. Did I say that right? Okay. And I like to see more of my face because I'm just beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Nepot- not nepotism uh narcissist. narcissism narcissism mm.
0: yeah um contact for me uh you know i don't you don't wear either do you I, I think i still have 20 20 vision i've I've always had 20 20 vision uh my, all my life but i haven't gotten yeah. it tested in a long time yeah uh, i admittedly i you know feel like lately i've
1: been doing the whole uh you know trombone thing kind of kind of squinting in and out yeah. looking looking closer
0: I think, though, if I had to choose, I would probably go with glasses. Yeah. Mostly because I don't like the idea of putting something in my eye. Yeah. And, you know. No, that's fair. That's how I see it. That's fair.
1: All right. Smooth or rusticated? Yeah, this is a really... uh, Depends on the pipe. This is a really good question for me. I, I... I have struggled with this. Okay, we all—I I feel like pipe smokers are always looking for that thing, right? What's my blend? Like, what is my blend that I'm going to go into my pipe shop every week and get the same pound of or whatever? Like, what is my kind of pipe? It's a straight pipe with this kind of grain and all this kind of stuff. Like, and and it does depend on the pipe. It does depend on. Okay, do you like uh, with a bent pipe? Maybe that's a taller bowl. You might want something with some texture. Or, you know, I mean, there's just all kinds of combinations that you can look at it from there's different pipes for different occasions um i i I hate to box myself in i tend to gravitate towards smooth pipes i I do i tend to gravitate towards smooth pipes and i'll tell you what it is it's a kinetic touch thing it's not the look of it it is a touch thing huh it it is is the feel of it on my hand it's I, i love seeing the grain of a pipe that's very attractive to me but it's something about holding the pipe uh, if it's a smooth pipe, it um it's more pleasing to me if it's a smooth pipe. You know, for me,
0: I, I so I like a, I like a bit of both. Like for example, we were talking earlier mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. this uh, uh, new new pipe, at least new to me, the the Nording uh, Churchwarden. Yeah, and it's 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 a bit of both. It's smooth around the top, and then it's rusticated on the bottom. Sure. Almost like there's kind of like this. Like, um, like a cap yeah, on it or something. It looks beautiful. And I really like that style because I just kind of like the artistic nature of it and just the, the way that it looks. And I also, you know, you talk about the tactile nature of it as well. I, I like that rusticated feel.
1: Yeah. Um, that's what's interesting because it is a feel thing for yeah. me. You would kind of imagine that that would go towards more the the rusticated or sandblasted texture. But, you know, I, I there's something about having a smooth pipe that's just very pleasing. When it goes
0: either way because... It, I've, I have one pipe that is the rustication is not great Yeah. in the sense that like it, it can literally slice your hand at one point of it. Wow. That's terrible. I know. It's really, <laughs> really bad. I got You know, anyway, but um, yeah, so I think, I think, but overall I do, I, I would choose rusticated. All right. Electric or acoustic guitar? Acoustic. I think so. I mean, I don't know. If I'm playing it electric. I don't, I don't play guitar. Well, neither do I, but I've played, I, I have played guitar and uh, electric is easier to play a little bit easier on your fingers. Okay. Yeah. And so I, I kind of prefer it from that standpoint. But if I'm listening, then acoustic. Spring or autumn? Spring. Autumn.
1: I I, I have to go with spring. I and it, it, this is close, but it's you're a def- tobacconist. You should not be. You should no 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 no. Spring Spring has its place in the pipe world. Mm. I mean, it, mm. no, it does. It does. It, look look in in the deep south, pipes go away in like like June. Like May, right. June, somewhere around there. So that spring, that that little spring that you get between, you know, down here anyway, spring feels like it's between like February, late February through like I don't know May, um, you know. And that that area is, is is like rebirth for me. All the greenery <laughs> comes back out. All the you know plants start blooming again. You have got daffodils and tulips and all these things. And 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 you're you know it's more comfortable to sit on your porch and. Um, yeah, I have to go with, I have to go with spring. All right. All right. Fair enough. Um,
0: no autumn all the way for me. It's, it's the perfect season in my opinion, just cause it's cool outside, but it's not too cold. It's you just like clean. fall beers. I do. Well, no, I actually, I'm not even like a big pumpkin ale kind of guy. Uh, although I do like kind of ambers and, and darker, you know, brown beers and that sort of thing, but he loves a pumpkin spice latte. And last but not least,
1: conic or yeah. straight pipe cleaner, What's uh, a conic, conic or straight pipe cleaner. I think he's talking about like a tapered pipe cleaner. Oh. Yeah, like a tapered pipe cleaner. Okay. Uh, So you're going to be a straight pipe cleaner guy. I'll go ahead and answer this question for you. (laughs) You're right, you're right. I like a tapered or conic pipe cleaner. The the reason I do, uh, I almost always, uh, shameless plug for brick-and-mortar tobacconists, but almost always will buy pipes, you know, uh, from... Uh, from myself, actually, but you know, but but from a from a place where I can actually give it the pipe cleaner test to make sure that it goes through. I'm a real big snob about pipe cleaners running through the pipe, uh, you know, uh, all the way to the bowl uh, without having any obstruction or anything. And so, um, and I like that to not just happen with a small pipe cleaner, but with a with a tapered pipe cleaner as well. Tapered pipe cleaners, if you're not familiar, um, have a bushy end on one end and kind of a, a smaller end on the on the other. And so. You've got, you know, the smaller end, if you've got more buildup or maybe there's a, you know, the stem is more narrow than the shank of the pipe. Um, I, I like the tapered cleaner because it kind of gets it cleaned better, I think. Yeah. I'm okay. a tapered guy.
0: Fair enough. Well, mm-hmm. these are great quick fire questions. And uh, like I said, we're going to be set up for the rest of the year, but um, be sure to send yours in anyway. CSR at Your thoughts, your, your
2: comments. comments, listener <laughs> feedback.
1: Listener, uh, uh, real quickly on Twitter, our friend uh, Ed Dupree, who's here in town, he says um, he misses our audible suggestions for books, Bo. Yeah, no, I just. People actually care about our audible suggestions for books. Ed, how much more do you want to hear about, like, Bo reading. I'm reading Star Wars novels. Star Wars Wars novels. I was about to say, just go to Audible. Right. and watch. It's all Star Wars and Game of Thrones. No, 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 no. no. I, I, we, we can, we can mix it up some more. I, I think, I do think that's a great comment. Uh, he said he loves Cajun cake uh, and it's second only to the Country Squire's own Pirate's Alley, which, uh, which our friend Ed loves. So thank you for that, Ed. Yeah, that's good stuff.
0: All right. We also have some listener feedback from, uh, from YouTube. You know, we mentioned at the top of the show, of course, we've got a dedicated YouTube channel right now for yeah. the podcast, which has been really great. And it's been awesome to see some response from the, the YouTube community and specifically the uh, the Pipe YouTube community. Um, this one comes in from a Public Piper, who wrote on our YouTube channel. He says, hey, guys, thanks for these. Uh, this is what the YouTube Pipe community needs. Some high-quality radio shows. If I can make one suggestion then uh, that me and a few friends came up with, if you can get to the main topic of the show within the first 30 seconds of the show, I think it would be really help the listener-slash-viewer retention. Um, so, first of all, Public Piper, man, thank you so much for, uh, for writing in, and also, y'all be sure to check out his channel as well. Absolutely, yeah. We know we're, we're, we're new— Uh, Well, again, we're not necessarily new to the YouTube space, but we are in the sense that we're kind of trying a little bit here. Um, So really, really great feedback. I mean, your experience is definitely uh, very, very much valued. And, um, you know, we are a podcast first, and we also kind of bring the... Uh, baggage, not baggage in a bad way, baggage in a good way, I think, of, you know, over two years of, of podcasting and over a hundred episodes. And so, you know, there is kind of a lot of community discussion and, and sure. kind of news and, and, and just kind of that, that vibe and that spirit that goes into the first uh, portion of the show. But we really want to take your advice to heart and see how we might be able to apply uh, at least kind of inferring or, or mentioning what the subject matter is in, in the first kind of welcoming.
1: You know, I, I think he's got a good point. Like, I, you know, for people that tune into podcasts, you're kind of setting yourself aside for, mm-hmm. you know, this 30 minutes, an hour, an hour and a half for however long this podcast takes. You know, you know, you're going to power through. Right. You're not just listening for, you know, particular, uh, you know, bites or whatever. At least that's my personal experience. Uh, with YouTube, though, I, I, I get it. You know, you you, you do tend to like you, almost you, you kind of want to fast forward to like wherever the interesting stuff right,
0: is. Right. Does that make sense? Well, and the thing is, we're not. Our our show is not styled to be a YouTube show right. for that exact reason. Like we're, right. we're a we're like a variety magazine show, almost like vaudeville. Well, <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, like we've got segments. Was there's, there's yeah. you know and and the other thing too is, and I hope this kind of comes through is, um, you know, as you're kind of enjoying the, the show, uh, the a driving factor is we want to bring forth the spirit of a brick and mortar mom and pop shop That's right. uh to the podcast mm-hmm. and and so we we you know in and in turn we also want to do that on the youtube experience as well you've mentioned actually John David before that you know the camera's set up so that you're actually sitting exactly where somebody would if you right. were here in the shop That's at right. the bar here and so that that plays in a part of it too but great advice we're we're taking that to heart and we very much value the uh, the pipe community on absolutely. YouTube and, and y'all's,
1: uh, y'all's feedback and, and please check out public Piper's channel. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's such a, such a good job and very, you know, prolific. You, you will, uh, you'll join a great community if you do that.
0: Uh, Warren P also sent us a message on Facebook says, love the show. Uh, 10 hour windshield time each day is giving me plenty of time to dig into older episodes. Uh, how about a show on non Briar pipes? I'm a fan of metal. Uh, great, great suggestion, Warren. We've actually, I yeah. uh, think, if I'm not mistaken, we've done uh, corn cob, we've done clay, we've done meerschaum, Right. I don't think we've done uh, metal, so I'd I'd love to dive into that. Yeah, and future.
1: I I would wonder if uh you know he's kind of pointing us towards like the Falcon style pipe with mm. the metal shank and maybe a screw in briar bowl or something like that. Um. Yeah. Yeah. It's something we could explore. For sure. I'd love to do one on on metal shanks, especially now that you know my Rhino
0: as i've been enjoying that so yeah,
1: much. yeah the rocks pipe that yeah. that we've termed the rhino uh yeah that would be great that'd be cool uh
0: we also got on itunes you want to read that one for us
1: yeah it's from uh, w french fourth on itunes he says great show overall the best pipe podcast available today both hosts are great to listen to john david is very knowledgeable thank you very much on all topics <laughs> pipe related uh the audio quality is perfect and in my opinion one of the most important parts of the show Uh, thanks for such a good quality show, man, that that's high praise. And, uh, yeah, thank you for, uh, commenting on our, uh, our editing. Yeah, no, that, that means a lot to me,
0: which is exquisite. Well, you know, we, we try, you know, from time to time we have a hiccup here and there, but for the most part, (laughs) we, we, we do try to put our best foot forward in terms of the audio quality. And, uh, of course, John David is a, is a gem in the pipe community with all of his different knowledge and ability to communicate. I'm flattered. Yeah, well, <laughs> you should be. This that's great feedback. We appreciate all your feedback. Uh, you know, I think what we'll probably try to do going forward is, um, you know, we always have an iTunes review. And so one of the yeah. great ways to kind of help support the show is head over to iTunes and write us a review. Um, another great way to help support the show is to actually support the show. In fact, if you go to, if you're listening to us on the Satchel podcast player, you can actually click that support button and send us a few dollars, help us make the show happen, which really means a lot to us. Um we also want to encourage you to tune in for our live show. We do broadcast the show live every single Monday night at 6:30 Central Time. That's 4:30 Pacific, 7:30 Eastern. Uh I I read the PM and thought Pacific. Uh, you're doing a good job. Dyslexia. <laughs> it's the wine. Well, <laughs> the the dyslexia and the wine have teamed up against me. Yeah, okay. That's fair. <laughs> um and so we, we'd love for you to, to enjoy us there. Be sure also while you're listening live to uh, to tweet in. We always love getting that kind of engagement. Mm-hmm. You can of course follow the show and tweet into the show at Squire Radio.
1: You can do so with us personally as well. I'm at the Real Bow York. I'm at John David Cole, and you can give us at the shop at at underscore Country Squire. And
0: all the links to this and more, including our
1: archived episodes, can be found at CountrySquireRadio.com. Be sure to check out the shop's website as well. Uh, this Christmas season, we've got uh, just a whole lot of great tobaccos on there, uh, hand blended stuff that you can only get right here at the Country Squire and we'd love to send it to you just in time for the holidays. Well, good stuff, man. This was a fun episode. I had a lot of fun. Yeah, it's really good. I I you know, for our English blend smokers, heavy perique smokers, uh I, I know you know kind of the Squire Select uh episodes tend to be, you know, interesting. A lot of folks are like, oh, "I'll try that," and some folks are like, "Eh, it's interesting, but you know, maybe not not give it a shot." I would definitely check out this Attica Old Vines uh 2013. That's A-T-T-E-C-A Old Vines 2013. Uh, it's by Bodega Vineyard, I believe. And, uh, it's just a really interesting wine. Never and, before
0: uh, have I wanted to challenge your sl- like selection yeah. as much as this one. And I'm glad I did. Cause it's very excellent. And then been vanquished.
1: <laughs> You're welcome.
0: Uh, uh you, and you've been vindicated. You <laughs> All right, man. Well, let's go have a night. See your brother.
2: You've been listening to country squire radio for more information on this and other shows. Please visit potistery.com.